Irish wristwatch. Irish wristwatch. Irish wristwatch. Boom, boom, down. Stuck a duck a duck a boom, boom, boom. Hello. What's up, dude? What's up? Little hungover. Oh, really? Yeah. New thing for me. Gonna try it out. Huh. How much did you have to drink last night to be hungover today? Um, well, Sarah and I had a little bit of a pool day. So. Mm, day drinking will get you. You know, you know what happens when the pool day happens. The Jimmy Buffett margarita machine gets whipped out, oh and boy, God. oh boy, was I drinking some skinny marks. I really want one of those. Dude, um, when's your birthday? Not till May. We missed it. Ah, shit. I did, I, did, I did an Instagram story for it. I remember that part. Yeah. Well, you know what? I might just get you a margarita machine because you just deserve because. it. Wow, that would be really nice, Wells. That would be more than my mom got me. Wow. On the occasion. Shade and Tish. You know what she got? Didn't you know get she, me a gift this year. You know what she got you? She got you the gift of life, sister. No, no. <laughs> yeah, we're thirty-three years in. I need something more than that. Yeah, yeah. And it's hard times right now. You know, it's hard times. Sipping margaritas by the pool, hard times. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, I did that. And then I went to beer mm. and jumped around. I made a maybe made a froze. It makes frosé. Dude, it does everything. It'll give you a blowjob and take your dog for a walk if you ask it to, okay? <laughs> oh, if it did that, I'd be sold out everywhere. Dude, let me just tell you, not an ad, but fucking the people who sell ads for us. Someone call up Jimmy Buffett right now, all right? Call up James Buffett. I don't think he personally greenlights ad sales, but it couldn't hurt, I guess. Well, I know his band leader. Well, I know his band leader's daughter. Oh, you Dear. Yeah, Allison McAnally. Where are you at, sister? Get your dad, Mac McAnally, who is the band leader of Jimmy Buffett's band, to fucking greenlight us getting a Margaritaville machine sponsorship, and then you'll get one. But so here's the thing. Fucking, I think I talked about it last week, but whatever. It shaves ice first. If you want to make a snow cone, you can. That'd be cool. So it just shaves the ice first. And then it blends and then shaves and blends to all the all in together. So you can throw in throw a little bit of rosé, throw in some vodka, throw in some fucking juices. Boom, froze. Hmm. Cool. Yeah, anyways. How you doing? How you living? I'm okay. I'm good. You know, I'm fine. Mm. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. We're all fine. Everything's fine. fine. Yeah. Oh, God. So how bad is it? <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> you know? Okay. Uh, hmm. Good times. How about you? You, you seem like you're thriving, Jimmy Buffett, Margarita. <clears throat> I'm so bored. Oh, well, uh, it could be worse. It totally could be worse. Like, I got, uh, yeah, I get really, really antsy when I'm not working. Mm -hmm. And then I don't, I feel like very unfulfilled. And right mm -hmm. now I feel very unfulfilled because I'm not doing anything, you know, like. Yeah, I get so, that. So anyways, but you know, I'm out here. I'm not here, L-I-V-I-N, apostrophe. You want to start the show or what? I don't know. Yeah, let's start the show. Depressing Danny over here. Are you talking to me? Yeah. I came in fire with the fucking Jimmy Buffett Margaritaville <laughs> content, okay? And I'm all, it's fine, I'm fine, everything's fine. Yeah, and then you brought me down, and I was like, oh, God, here we go. Well, let's turn her around. Why, why don't we? A little 180, not all a 360, because right, a 360 would be right back into the quagmire that is our lives. So yes, we we're, we're doing a 180. All right. Me or you? Me. Go. Bros 
and hoes. You're listening to your favorite thing podcast with Wells Brandy. Yeah, yeah. I like yeah, how yeah. we we just try so hard to change it up every week, and it it sounds the same every week. I know. I meant to get your sisters. Thing. Oh yeah. I need, I need to do that. You want to hear? I'm bored, but you could be doing that. I know. You're right. I could be. All right. Mm. That's what I'll do. <laughs> That's what you'll do with your time. You know what? You can even have a margarita and do that at the same time. I don't know, man. That's, too much. That seems like too much fun. <laughs> Speaking of fun, I have a suggestion. What you got? For this week. Okay. Give it to me. Um, I think we should Skype in my BFF Paris, a.k.a. Olivia Caridi, and get her input on how she thought her Bachelor Greatest of All Time interview went up this week. Oh my God. Hey. Paris. What up? Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. Were, were those headphones $12 at Walmart? What are those? I've had these since the beginning of my podcast. These are the ones they gave me <laughs> three years ago. Those look like what they gave on airplanes in 1995. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) Take a screenshot. Live it. Love it. Insane. Liv, how you feeling? Big week. You know, up and down, baby. Up and down. Sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, yay. And then other times I want to hide forever. So I'm surprised you're doing this because you've been pretty adamant about like not doing paradise, like kind of like separating yourself from Bachelor Nation. When I was talking to producers last week filming our segments, I was like, so who's on Ben's thing? And they were like, Olivia Critty. And I was like, really? I never even thought they would want me back. But I was like, I'm not going to do a full season and like, you know, submit myself to that again. But when I found out this was happening and that this crap of me was going to air either way. I was like, I'd rather just face it again than them air this extremely unattractive footage and then that be the last anyone ever sees of me. That just seems kind of dumb. So it took a lot of convincing. Oh, my gosh. You negotiate <laughs> that rate up, baby? Baby, I negotiated. <laughs> I had demands. I had things I wanted. If you want me, I want this, baby. <laughs> of the season, what is your most cringe-worthy moment and what is your like favorite and happiest moment? It's funny because it's a the, the cake dance which I I hear they're going to really run with was super cringy, but I also think that's hysterical now. The cake wouldn't have been so bad if they hadn't put that horrible music behind the, it. The, like, clown music? Yes. Yeah. Because that was not the music that was playing. It wasn't like... <laughs> no, I know. That's what made that so, so bad. <laughs> it was not as cringy in person as it was presented. And so it it was like, oh, my gosh, that's horrible to watch. But in person, it really wasn't that bad. I haven't seen your season in so long, but I rewatched it with Lena uh, oh. once upon a time because she had not seen it. And I do remember that we were like, all right, new drinking game. Every time Olivia says, Ben's my husband, <laughs> you have to take a shot. And we got yes. real drunk real really quick. Drunk. Yeah, I definitely was like, super into him maybe it's just cringy like how into him I was because now like the minute I got sent home I was like who is Ben like what was I just doing what is happening when you're in it you're just like so caught up you think it's like the best thing ever that's pretty cringy what else is cringy I mean the whole going home thing like the two-on-one was just in its entirety like pretty cringy who did you go up against I don't even remember Emily Ferguson the twin hated me. Are you guys cool now? Absolutely not. 
honestly, I didn't get to know them. That's what was weird was like, they adamantly hated me. And I was like, we've only had one conversation for maybe 15 seconds, but maybe just because I was with her for longer because Haley went home earlier. Emily was like the ringleader of the hate. Yeah. For sure. They've been on a couple of paradise seasons, right? Wells. I just remember mm-hmm. watching yeah. them on a paradise season and being like, these girls are the biggest bullies I've ever seen on television. <sighs> I plead the fifth, but there's two people I have never spoken to since the show, and it's them. Really? Everyone else, it's all good. Would you ever consider being the Bachelorette? <laughs> Brandy, what do you think about that? Oh. Oh, I think if they made you the actual motherfucking Bachelorette, that you would absolutely do it. But they're not, I mean, you would never go back on and do The Bachelor. You would never no. go back on and do Paradise. I would never do Paradise. But if they said, you're the star. This is your show. You're the bachelorette. That's hard to turn do down. It. Yeah. I do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, I mean, haha. Maybe they're setting me up for that <laughs> next season. I don't know. As of right now, I'm not even sure Claire shit's going to happen, man. That's <laughs> true. We're not sure if they'll ever film again at this rate. Yeah. They might just be watching recaps for the next five years. I was super nervous. I was annoying probably because one day I was like, yeah, I'll do it. I'm on. And then the next day I was like, no, I don't want to do it. So there was a lot of back and forth with uh, with production. I felt bad about that <laughs> for sure. I think the the tone from the beginning was a lot different than I was expecting it to be. You know, I haven't spoken to any of these people for four years. Mm-hmm. And so from the get go, Chris was very um, warm to me, which I had never experienced before. And, you know, he was very like apologetic and I felt like I could trust the interview, which was interesting. And he asked me about how, you know, the show had affected my life and affected my family, which I'm like, whoa, this is crazy. But obviously I was super, super, super surprised when Ben came on the screen and talked to me personally. I had no clue that that was going to happen. Well, because Ben and I have like gotten to know each other since the show, which like we haven't obviously ever taken a photo together minus the one with Brandy, but, but I had actually talked to him right before filming this. I, he, I felt like he was the only person that I could trust. And so I was like, how do you feel about this? And should I do this? And he said, you know, I, I think it would be a mistake if you didn't. And, you know, I care about you. And if I can help in any way to make this a positive experience for you, I'm going to do it. So I didn't know what was going to happen. I thought maybe he might just say something during his personal segment. I had no clue that he was going to come on and basically apologize for never like standing up for me when the show was coming out and, you know, taking ownership for some things that happened. And, you know, just that we're friends now and we've had interactions since the show and basically asked America to forgive me, which was really nice. I had no clue that was America. That's crazy. I'm pretty sure he said America. Of course he did. Politician Ben coming out in full force. So I had, I had no clue that was coming and I was like so shocked at first. And then I was just so giddy because I still, you know, Bran, anytime I'm around Ben, it's just like, what's happening? Um, so yeah, it was really nice of him and like a true testament to freaking who he is. I'll always think he's a really cool dude. So yeah. And then Chris was like, you're always welcome in this family. And I was like, 
Okay. <laughs> You're like, sure. make me the bachelorette, bitch. He did bring up paradise, of course. Mm-hmm. I said, no one needs these stretch marks on their television screens. <laughs> I'm Here's... basically wearing a diaper at this point. Here's the key. If I ever had to go on that show and wear a swimsuit, I would wear the skimpiest bottom with my ass hanging out because then they would have to black box black it box. and no one would see my cellulite. That's an idea. That's an idea. It's a great idea. Hey, when I go on Paradise, let's just get an assless yeah. spin. <laughs> then they'll black box your whole bottom half. And, you know, maybe an, a boobless top as well, just to be a full. But you have great boobs. I just think, like, if they have to black box your ass, people are going to be like, man, her ass is so great. <laughs> they had to black box it because it's so big and round and, <laughs> and juicy. juicy. And yeah. Meanwhile. I was shocked. My parents, or my sister and my mom were downstairs expecting me to come down and like start crying and having an emotional breakdown. And I went downstairs and I was like, guys, that was great. (laughs) I don't know what just happened. It was awesome. And I've been really happy ever since. So that's like the story arc that Bachelor does, though. If you're considered a villain on the season, then you go to paradise and you're beloved. Or if you're loved on the season, a la Blake, then you go to paradise and you're the asshole. And you're terrible. Yeah. That's just how it works. I don't know how I got away with never doing paradise and, and still somehow like walking away feeling like, oh, you know, that's a little bit better. I have no idea how, I mean, obviously coronavirus, but never in my wildest dreams did I think I would be on an episode again, like chatting it up with Chris Harrison. Never. Well, I'm glad that Daddy Harrison has welcomed you back into the fold. <laughs> he was it's welcoming with open arms. <laughs> <laughs> we want you to be an active part of this franchise. Came back, did it big. I don't know. Just use the money that they paid you to uh, <laughs> to do this segment to buy some new headphones, please. Yeah, can you please? <laughs> I mean, it, you nice. have to be able to get a free pair somehow. Come on. I'm really offended. They're so shitty. They look just like yours, Bran. But Bran, if I become the Bachelorette, I was will you say. come and be like your personal assistant? Yes. Yeah, and then also like a personal vetter because oh, I want to see Brandy do like what Demi did, like sit in a fucking yes. creepy <laughs> van and be like, all right, red SWAT team, yeah. red team, go, 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 get him out. Okay, if Mike Fleiss knows what's good for him, he will make this happen. <laughs> you need Tish and I in the van. No, because then it's just going to be a billowing smoke out of the thing. <laughs> Even if... It would never be me, which it never would be me. I would love to see like a villain in that role or someone who wasn't always like completely loved. I think that would be so fun. I agree. Just, like mess it up a little bit. Let's just switch the mojo around. Mm-hmm. I think it would be great. How do you feel about Matt James? Oh, I'm all for it. Yeah. I thought the timing was a little interesting, but I'm all for it. I think they were grooming him for that position the whole time. I, I love it. I think it's great. Sign me up. Just kidding. You're so funny. Um, by the way, I want to apologize for never ever getting you the vibrator. Oh, rude. I know. I know. It was yeah, she's been pressed by. You just like put it in your cart. I did. I it, it. What's funny is that's still there. <laughs> and like, oh you God. know, when you go on Amazon and you can see like all the people you can send to that you've sent to in the past, yes. you're still in there for some reason. Just you didn't press go. Away, like, you press know? go. Maybe I, this is like my my gift for coming back. Just get me a vibrator. <laughs> I need it. I need it still. Really? You, you, it you still haven't gotten one? I have one. Okay. I have one. <laughs> okay, good. 
it is newer, but yeah, it's new. Okay. It's cool. <laughs> is, is I it... accidentally bought two brands, so I can send you one if you want. Oh, please do. How did knows. I buy two? I have no idea. Do women, know, but... do women name their vibrators? I don't. No. That's not a little thing? weird. Yeah. No. Like, I mean, I have a good relationship with mine, but I'm certainly not like, hey, Brenda. Oh, I'm it would be a like, female. Hey, Brenda, let's <laughs> hang out. Wait, I'm so confused. <laughs> Interesting. Well, what, huh. Wells, what would you name your vibrator? <laughs> I, I like Brenda, I guess. <laughs> Brenda. Told ya. Maybe Karen. Karen. But, you know, because oh, she'd be Karen. upset. And uh, well, wanting to speak to a manager about what's happening. <laughs> oh, this this is lovely. This is good. This is when everyone turns the podcast yeah. off. Right? Why do you guys like, listen to this show? Why? <laughs> Olivia, before I let you go, where do people find more about you and listen to your podcast? Wow. Yada, yada, yada. Well, I really only post on Instagram, and that's at Olivia Caridi. Watch my story because those are where the thirst traps sit. Uh-huh. <laughs> and Brandy always comments back, oh, like thirst trap. And I'm just Girl, like, okay, why don't those make the feed? I don't understand. It's still, it seems to like, look at me. Do it. <laughs> I can't. Um, and then, yeah, I post like once every month. So it's a really good follow. Everyone get after it. <laughs> um, and then my podcast is called Mouthing Off. And that is probably where you're going to get the best of me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When are you going to come on, Wells? We got to get you on. Hey, listen, I got hey. nothing going on. So yeah, he's bored as hell. <laughs> get him on there. We're going to I'll text you after this. We'll get this going. We'll right. have a full conversation about vibrators and we'll continue the conversation about shower step sex. Sex, yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. That was a good little portion of an of a podcast there. I was mm-hmm. very pleased. All right. I might grow some balls and send uh, a Karen over to you. I don't know. We'll see. I'm not I'm not sure if I'm ready for that. There's no way. Sarah would have so many questions. Yeah, oh, I, yeah. that's the like, thing. What is happening? Why is this happening? I'm sorry, Sarah. This was never meant to be a thing. <laughs> Never. <laughs> All right, dude. Go to work. Uh, thanks for coming on the show. Okay. Love y'all. Like, yeah. Love ya. Love ya. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. It's funny. She, she... like, doesn't want to get off the call. Oh, I know. <laughs> she loves it. She was so nervous about the interview with Chris Harrison. For, like, weeks, she's been calling me just freaking out about it. So but, I'm glad it went well for her. Well, that was a fun little unexpected treat to have Liv right? Kareed on. Love having her on. Wells, something I've done to be really productive actually during quarantine is I've been selling a lot of my old stuff that I just don't use. And I'm avoiding going out at all costs, as you guys know. So I don't want to go to the post office to ship this stuff. I've been using ShipStation to sell things online and it is so easy. It's ridiculous. I've been selling things on like Facebook, you know, and what's great is if I have them pay me through PayPal, my ShipStation account syncs to my PayPal. All of their information goes directly into my ShipStation account, their shipping address, their email address, all of that. And I can create a label printed at home and it gives me a tracking number and everything. And then I just literally drop the ba- the box off at the post office. I don't even have to really get out of the car. It's amazing. Yeah. It's the fastest, easiest, and most affordable way to manage your shipping orders. Just a few clicks and you'll be managing your orders, printing out labels and getting your product to happy customers 
ShipStation making that easy, yo. Right now, our listeners can try ShipStation for free for 60 days when they use offer code YFT. Make sure your business is ready to meet the demands of delivery culture and get started at ShipStation.com today. Yep. No matter what you sell on, whether it's Amazon, Etsy, or even your own website, ShipStation brings all of your orders into one simple interface. So check it out. Just click on the microphone at the top of the ShipStation homepage and type in YFT. That's ShipStation.com and then enter our offer code YFT. ShipStation.com. Make ship happen. You got some fave things, bro? Bro, I literally was just sitting here thinking how much you're going to kill me because I have zero content for this week. Well, you brought her in, so. I know. I was like, I got to call it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I got some stuff. I got some stuff that, I, that I, we can do. In my defense, I've been horse showing all week horse and showing. I haven't even really been able to post about it on social media because that's how busy a horse show is. It's literally all week long. Days start at 5 a.m. and usually don't end until about like 7 or 8 p.m. And then I also have horses at home to take care of. And so it's just been a lot. And I mean, I've been lucky to get in an episode or two of Lost. You know what I'm saying? I hear you. Well, I got a bunch of stuff. So great. We talked about this show, I feel like months ago, but I never got around to watching it. It's the show Servant. It's like a young couple who has a kid and they hire a nanny and the nanny comes and come to find out the kid is dead and they have a doll and the woman hasn't like accepted that her son died and they've got like this like very real looking doll and the husband's like, hey, listen, you guys got to kind of play along with the nanny and like until we get through this until she kind of like snaps out of it. Here's the tag. Sounds terrifying. A Philadelphia couple is in mourning after an unspeakable tragedy creates a rift in their marriage and opens a door for a mysterious force to enter their home. Servant. It's on Apple TV. It's Lauren Ambrose. I don't know if you remember, she was from Can't Hardly Wait. She was the redheaded girl. What's that? Can't Hardly Wait. It was like a Jennifer Love Hewitt movie. Oh, the- you loved some Jennifer Love Hewitt back in the day, oh, didn't you? Petite for- brunette. Oh, my God. You don't understand. She was <laughs> she was at the top of the list when I was in high school, for sure. Oh, I'm sure. And now she follows me on Instagram and, like, DMs We've me. we talked about this, yeah. I know. It's, the, yeah, it's crazy. crazy. Anyways, she was in Can't Hardly Wait, which, by the way, you haven't seen Can't Hardly Wait? You need to go movie? watch it. Yeah. For sure. Movie. Okay. okay. Jennifer Love Hewitt, Ethan Embry plays Preston Myers. He's great. Seth Green is in it. He's Chester Cheeto. That's a fantastic 90s fucking high school thing. Anyways, Servant is an M. Night Shyamalan ding dong ding dong dong uh, thing. And oh, he's there's, creepy. Yeah, there's twists and turns and weirdness. But here's what I love about the show. Aside from the fact that it's really creepy and weird and like, what's going on here? The husband is a chef, Okay. He's like a personal chef, and a lot of the show is him cooking. Oh. It's like a part of the thing where you're watching, and you're like, fuck, I'm hungry, man. That looks good. Like, what he's doing. Cause he, like, he's like doing it. Oh, Ron Weasley from uh, Harry Potter. He plays the yep. brother-in-law. The husband has this amazing wine cellar. So they go down the wine cellar, and, they, and him and Ron Weasley drink wine and talk about, like, wine and stuff. And so you're watching it, and I'm, I would watch it and be like, I need a glass of wine. I, I got to join you guys. <laughs> and anyways, phenomenal show, Servant. The, the ending is where I'm like, ah, because it's obviously a season two situation, but you're like, what? Yeah. I do like M. Night Shyamalan, so yeah. maybe I'll check it out. Amazing. Speaking of chefs. Yeah. Your show, 
Beauty and the Baker got canceled. I know. I saw that last night. Mm-hmm. So sad. Guess it wasn't that good after all. I know. <laughs> I mean, there's good good, then there's bad good. All right? Let me have this uh-huh. bad good. Okay. Sarah is devastated by this no. news. Yes. Last night, we were drunk, uh, and she was like, <gasps> and I'm like, what happened? She's like, Beauty and the Baker has been canceled. <laughs> <laughs> what a tragedy. I know. Okay. I got a reality show for you, dude. Oh, I need a good reality show, actually. And I'm telling you, you might not at first glance like this. Okay. Because that's why I thought when I was pitched to Sarah, I was like, I don't know if you're going to be into this. It's such a boy show. But mm. she's like in it with me. Hooked. Yeah. Okay. Have you heard of Alone? No. Holy crap, dude. Okay. Ten survival experts attempt to survive alone. The winner receives a half a million dollars. So I'm on season six right now. What? So on Netflix, they only have season six. So I, I got to figure out how to watch the other seasons. Oh, I thought you'd watch six seasons of no, no, the past no. week, and I'm like, I'm sorry. Okay, so it's it's kind of like Naked and Afraid and like Bear Grylls, and like it's kind of like that. It's survive. So it's it's ten survival experts. Like all of them are like hunters and wilderness experts and everything. They get to bring ten items with them, and in season six, they go to the fucking Arctic, bro. They go Ooh. up north. And they put them around this like giant lake, all around the giant lake, but they're not, they, they never come in contact with one another. They give them 60 pounds of camera gear and they have to film themselves every single day doing what they're doing in the Arctic. The last one standing wins a half a million dollars. Do the other ones die? Everyone's got like a, like a sat phone. Mm-hmm. In the beginning, there's a bunch of people who get sick. They eat something that's got bacteria or, like, parasites, and they get sick. And Ooh. and they're just, like, throwing up, and they're, like, passing out. And so they pick up the sat phone, and they're like, I'm tapping out. I got to go. It's that pretty good. Oh, it's amazing. Here's the thing that's kind of sad. You see them kill the animals that they have to kill to, to survive. No, I don't like that. I know. But we're so separated from food now. You, you don't experience – you know, if you go hunting and you see an animal die, you have a lot more respect for it when you eat it. Than if you just go to the grocery store. And so there's a little yeah. bit of that. But like w- while watching it, someone who like grew up as like a duck hunter with my dad watching it, I was like, you know what? I want to make a concerted effort to eat a lot less meat. I don't need all this meat, you know. But anyways, you can get sick. But then but then what happens is that these people fucking don't eat for like weeks on end because they like can't like catch a fish or they can't like snare a rabbit or whatever. They can't like bow and arrow a moose. So they just start wil- withering away. And then they have these like health checks where the guys like the doctor will come and be like. Dude, you're about to go into organ failure. You have to tap Ooh. out now. And, like, it's a lot of these people kind of going fucking crazy, bro. Because, like, they are— how, What are the ages of these people, would you say? Between 20 and 50, probably. Interesting. You fall in love with these characters. I'm rooting for this guy. I'm rooting for this yeah. girl. This chick's awesome. And, like, there's, like, two there's two, ty- there's like two types of people. Like, the woodland nymph. I love nature and, and making like a sweat lodge with lavender burns and stuff, you know, like doing weird shit. This person's bonkers, but they're really good at it. And then there's like the Marine who's like, I'm here to kill some shit. And you know what? Uh-huh. There is no right way or wrong way. Like the woodland nymph fucking kills it too. Like, you know, it's amazing. <laughs> That's insane. Um, I actually might check it out. It sounds good. And you know what it reminds me of? Huh? Maybe 
one of my I think it's definitely one of my favorite movies of all time, Into the Wild, starring Emil Hirsch. Have you read the book? Have you, yeah. Have you heard about what happened to the bus? What happened? They took it. Okay, so that's a real bus. Yeah. Like that's in Alaska, like on a trail outside of the Denali National Park. Yeah. They took the bus away. Why? This is literally I just read this on the news yesterday. Google it. They brought a black hawk in, picked up the bus and took it away. Because tourists were getting hurt trying to find it. Yeah, I understand that. You know what? I don't. If you're willing to risk it to see the bus, then you're willing to risk it to see the bus. And I just don't think they should have moved it. It was like on my bucket list to find the bus. And now I can't because it's gone. Oh, man. Alexander Super Tramp. Oh, yeah. No. I'm sad. I really think Rai Rai, Rai Rai and I could have made it to the bus. But then the rice would have gone bad and it wouldn't have been good. How do you know? Dude, you, you should tell Rai Rai to watch this alone show. He's I He would love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He needs he needs a new hobby besides computer games. Yeah. Maybe I can get him hooked. And then the last thing I watched, which I here's the thing, it's not the best movie I've ever seen. If you got a boyfriend or the like the seven dudes that listen to this show, uh if you do like shoot 'em up movies, Six Underground is pretty good. We've talked about this. Did you watch Six Underground? Isn't it? Uh what's his face? Um Blake Lively's husband? Yeah, Ryan Reynolds. That's Ryan funny. Reynolds, that's yeah. funny that, that that's your, <laughs> your well, I, I know that I just took took me a second for some reason. Yeah. Uh, um, Ryan Reynolds. Oh yeah, we talked about this forever ago. Did you watch it though? I fell asleep during watching it, but yeah. yes, I attempted. Yeah. I mean Dave Franco's in it I for love a, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Dave Franco's in it for a little bit. Uh yeah. Melanie Laurent, she was in Inglorious Bastard. She's like the French theater owner. She's in it. Uh, it's a good, like, shoot 'em up movie. It's not Deadpool. Right. But, you know, if you like a good shoot 'em up movie, go check it out. Shoot 'em up movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, here's the truth the cold, hard facts, guys. Our skin has needs. If you want to look as good as possible for as long as possible, you need to address these needs all right now. Listen, we get it. You might not know where to start, but there's a company that's taken all the guesswork out of it for you, and it's Lumen, and I absolutely love this company. Yeah, honestly, I've been begging Reinhardt to take care of his skin. He's in the sun so much that I just, it's, I'm like, you gotta, you gotta wash your face, you gotta use SPF. And for the longest time, I was letting him use my products, and then I was like, why would I let him waste my products when I can get him his own? So I finally got him some Lumen products. It's great because it's formulated specifically for men's skin, but uses a lot of the same powerful top-notch ingredients that are in my stuff that I love, like charcoal, green tea extract, and vitamin C. Honestly, it's not just about looking good. It's about feeling good, and it's about taking care of your skin, especially as you get older. It's important to prevent that long-term damage. They've got this amazing face moisturizer that I use when I get out of the shower every single day. But I'll tell you what I really do like. I mean, this is like a thing that like, I think a lot of people are like, that's not manly, but whatever. You know what sucks uh, more than not being manly is looking like an old ball sack. And I've been using the wrinkle moisturizer before I go to bed around. Cause I get, mm-hmm. I, I smile a lot cause I'm happy. So I have kind of bad crow's feet and I've been oh, using Oh, right, right, does too. And I'm telling you, it's really, really doing the job. So I'm all about this company. You guys deserve to look and feel your best. And here's where you can start. Go to lumenskin.com slash YFT to get one month free trial of everything you need to start your skincare journey at home. 
Wow, that's amazing. Gals, get this for your guys so they stop using your stuff and mm-hmm. start taking care of their skin. That's lumenskin.com slash YFT to get your first month free. Lumenskin.com slash YFT. Don't look like an old ball sack. That's what I love, I love about doing this show is I would have never been allowed to say that in, On the radio. in radio world. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, I know. All right, Brandy, we're all freaking bored as hell, sitting at home, not going to work, and we've all got our phones in our hands. Don't lie, you probably do right now because you're listening to this podcast on your (laughs) phone. Listen, if you want an amazing game that's going to constantly be like challenging your brain and not rotting the inside of your noggin, you need to check out Best Fiends. I've been loving this game. They've gotten more challenging puzzles in there. One of the best things about Best Fiends is you can play while offline, which is awesome if you're, you know, traveling with no Wi-Fi or whatever, or if you want to go on a nice little walk out into nature and you say, you know what, I want to play some Best Fiends. You can. You don't have to have the internet. Yeah, I think we're all a little sick of just watching TV all the time and we're wanting to change it up. So this is a great way to do that. Like well said, you can play from anywhere and it's fun. It's unique. It's an exciting puzzle experience. They update the game all of the time. So it always feels new with new levels and events. It never gets old. Best Fiends treats the game like a service for their players. They got thousands of levels already with new levels, events, and characters added every freaking month. It's hours of fun right at your fingertips with over 100 million downloads and tons of five-star reviews. Seriously, Best Fiends is a must-play. Download Best Fiends free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R. Best Fiends, bro. What level you at, Wells? I'm at 31, baby. Dang, that sounds Mm -hmm. good. Yeah. I think that's all I got. I got some music. Wow. Hey, let's I mean, let's let's be real here. Like, television is bleak right now. I know. Because, like, all of our good cable shows have been put on hold filming-wise because of the Rona. Yeah. So they're not coming out like they should. And everyone's reached the end of Netflix. Yep. And it's bleak. I know. Thank God for golf. Yeah. Golf's back, baby. The, thank, uh, thank God for that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm going to do today? You boys Play go- your golf simulator? No, your boys can go sit and watch some golf that sounds so boring like that sounds like the most boring thing i would rather stare at a blank white wall than watch golf on television yeah if sarah and i don't make it out of this uh, whole engagement (laughs) golf is gonna play a big part of that sounds horrible you got some musacs i think i do actually let me pull her on up all right well i'll start while you're doing that you start my boy jeremy lister i don't know if did you ever meet jeremy lister His name sounds really familiar. National musician. He was on that show, The Sing-Off. Yeah, he's in an acapella band called Street Corner Symphony. He's just like one of the best singers ever. So he's got a solo project out under his name. And this came up on my uh, release radar. It's a song called Hold Strong that I like. Daddy like. I love release radar. It's a mellow tune, but uh, I think you're going to dig. It's hard to see the forest for the trees But if you stand with me, you'll see
Some driving music. Very wellsy. Mm-hmm. Which is which is synonymous with fucking good. I have a song, and you're gonna be like, "It's uh, Brandy." Also, I would play this guy a lot. Jack Garrett has a song out called "Circles." His voice is just so good. His vibe is just so good. I'll be the judge of that. Trying to speak out, hoping that I might be seen. He's been yeah, this new uh, record came out just a couple weeks ago. Love, mm-hmm. Death, and Dancing. I love him so much. Yeah. Sub Brandy. Also on New Music Friday. Do you like Anderson Pack at all? Yeah. He's always such a vibe. He's got a, a song called Lockdown that's very relevant. I've always been a, a fan of his. This is it's really cool. It's a cool track. Started in the north end, but we in the downtown. Right cops try to block. Now we got a showdown. You should have been downtown. The people are rising. We thought it was a lockdown. They opened the fire. The bullets is flying. I love him. Me too. So good. My girl Margot Price has got some new stuff out. Oh. Do you ever get down on some Margot Price? I do, yeah. I've known her for so long. She used to be in a band called Buffalo Clover that was like Fleetwood Mac fucking awesomeness. And then Jack White was like, hey, come over to uh, my little record label and let me make Mm -hmm. you famous. This is uh, Let Me Down. She's so good, dude.
love her. You know, today's Father's Day. I know. My freaking dad isn't answering my texts. He's not answering my mom's calls. No. I'm worried. (laughs) (laughs) He's baked somewhere watching old reruns of his uh, baseball career in high school. He probably is. But I have a gift for him, and he better answer the phone. What do you got for him? I think I told you last week on my little camping trip, I went onto the Cherokee Reservation. Mm Mm-hmm. And hung out in the town there for the day and went to some little shops with some Native American like handmade stuff and got him a cute little hand-painted pot that he's going to absolutely love if he'll answer the phone and let me come over and say hi to him on Father's Day. Why don't you just go over there? I mean, I'm gonna, but I would like for him to answer the phone first instead of me just barging in, but I'm going to barge. Okay, well, do you have anything else? Um, no, not all. That's it? Yeah. I'm fine. It's fine. I'm fine. It's fine. P.S. Love the water pick that Chris recommended last week. Yeah? Yeah. Big fan. And I'm going to the dentist soon. And if they don't tell me that my teeth look better and that I, I, if they don't notice that I've been flossing, I'm going to be upset. Dude, you know, what's so funny. So we, we had Chris on talking about flossing. And then that night I decided to take a gummy and I never do this, but whatever. I bit into a gummy and it ripped off like the crown of on. I have a broken tooth from like playing basketball in college. And I text him being like, so uh, gonna need to fix this tooth there, bro. Uh, <laughs> so that's now just, crazy. Now I'm just walking around with like this snaggle tooth. Good stuff. Yikes. Dude, how about how like everyone's getting canceled right now? Like everyone is getting. What do you mean? The Vanderpump Rules kids are all oh, in trouble. I know. I just saw that Ansel Egort or whatever. <gasps> he's in trouble. Well, just go look on Twitter. He's in trouble. Oh, man. I'm reading about it right now. Yeah. That's crank Fucking. Dark what about in Hyde from 70s show? Yeah. Damn. Well, we were on track to end on a positive note, and you've ruined it. So yeah. thank you. All right. I'm fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'm fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's we're fine. all fine. It's Everything's fine. fine. It's fine. It's fine. Guess what? When I talk to you next week, I'll be in sunny Florida. What are you doing? Staring out at the ocean. Why are you going to Florida? Because I want to. Yeah, but that's where the Roan is. (laughs) Uh, All right, we'll be safe. See you from Florida next week. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, bye. Cut the channel off the news for I lose it. I ain't even tripping if you with it, then we lose it. Let me put this Louie in the back of Suzuki. Oh, he had to break it down so smoothly. They gon' say it's not about race, but we moving. Oh, ah, got the trade pound, had to put in my name. Wish a nigga play now. Any given day, I'll be headed to the pool. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.